The Richmond Theatre Critics Circle. Curtain Call. A discussion of all things theatre, with Richmond critics and occasional guests. Welcome to Curtain Call, Act 7, Scene 4. I'm Jerry Williams from Sifter, and we have a very special show today, an interview with two unique and interesting people who are starting a unique and interesting project in Richmond. First, I want to welcome Nathaniel Shaw, which many of you may know from his previous work in Richmond. Welcome to Curtain Call again, Nathaniel. Thanks for having me back, Jerry. And his new, what should we call her, cohort? Co- <laughs> co-conspirator? I like that. I like co-conspirator. The voice you hear there is Vida Williams. Welcome to Curtain Call, Vida. Thank you for having me, Jerry. Nathaniel, since you've been in Richmond for a few years, why don't you give Curtain Call audiences an idea of what your background is? Obviously, you were at Virginia Rep as artistic director for a couple of years, but before that, you had a pretty impressive career. So why don't you give people a little idea and how that kind of evolved into, I think, what's going to be coming up? Yeah, prior to moving down to Richmond in 2016, I had a career that was predominantly based in New York, but took me all over the country to regional theaters and internationally some as a dancer as well. After college, I moved to New York to pursue a musical theater career and spent a lot of time working in regional theaters all throughout the vibrant American theater scene, which was wonderful. I had a stint dancing with the Paul Taylor Dance Company, which was just a wonderful and rich three years of performing both in New York and touring. And then upon leaving that, as I re-entered the theater market, I began to grow curious about what it would be like to run my own theater. With some fantastic collaborators and support, I was able to start the Active Theater Company in New York that was among the, you know, that wonderful community of scrappy off-off Broadway. Right, Uh, right. And we ran the Active Theater for a little over six years. I closed it. A couple of things were happening. I was having my first child, Benny, who's now seven years old. I can't believe it. But also I had, a, I had had a stint as the resident choreographer for once on Broadway. My own directing opportunities were beginning to expand at that time. And it felt like both for family reasons and career opportunities, it felt like the right moment to move on from the active theater. Now, Vida, how did Nathaniel lure you into this exciting project? <laughs> So lore is actually also probably a very uh, appropriate word. It, it started a couple years ago. I was interviewing the then chief UX designer for, for Apple for one of the programs at the state. He was um, an audience attendee at that event. And afterwards... He meaning Nathaniel. Nathaniel was, right, yes. Right. Afterwards, we struck up a really vibrant conversation just about the innovative and artistic community here in Richmond that he was fairly new to at the time and that I was becoming more and more engaged in. And that led to just a really cool relationship as he was at VA Rep, where I was able to participate in several readings that were being done there, and then eventually evolved into a more substantial relationship as we created the framework for, as he created the framework for the new theater. And then it asked for me to advise, especially on some of the innovative um, thought processes that we're incorporating into the theatrical and the performing arts. So actually your background is not in theater. So you're bringing in another whole angle to this, which is kind of cool. Yes. I would say that my particular angle is understanding that one, innovation is a creative medium in and of itself. I think for so long, it's been held hostage as one of those. Right 
geeky, wonky kind of industries. But at the end of the day, we're highly artistic. And oddly enough, 2020 gave us a, a great opportunity to innovate our expressions because of course we are in quarantine and we had social unrest at the time. And that kind of amalgamation, if you will, of all of those factors required a new infrastructure of communication. And then out of that, I think will be born a great deal of new techniques, technologies, and new ways of social and personal expression, particularly in the theatrical arts. So that is what intrigues me in particular. That's a good point. Because, you know, we've heard more than once that anytime times are really hard, the arts eventually flourish. They may not flourish during the hard times, but after it, innovation and new things take place, which kind of segues very conveniently to ask you, what exactly is the new theater? The new theater is a a new theater company here in Richmond that will be devoted to several things. One, I think it is absolutely essential for a theater community, an artistic community, as vibrant and dynamic and professional as this one, that we have a theater that it has a primary devotion and a core commitment to the development of new plays and musicals. So the new theater will walk alongside playwrights and composers um, for the years that it takes to develop musicals and plays. We will engage the Richmond community in that process, letting them contribute to the work as the work evolves. And they will then, of course, be the first eyes and ears that gets to experience those premieres. To Vida's point, and one of the things that's so exciting to me about having a co-executive that hasn't spent the same time that I have in the nonprofit arts sector, if we're really going to do things differently, we have to rethink the way we work. And one of the things that COVID revealed to us and to many across the industry is that we have a decision to make. Do we go back to the way that we were working before and say that the technology, the existing and emergent platforms were just a Band-Aid solution to get us from pre-pandemic to post? Or do we recognize those fantastic tools as a new medium for our artists to express themselves and also to um, create revenue for themselves? Do we look at those technologies as a tool that we can utilize to really break down a lot of the barriers in relation to access? And can we view those technologies as a tool to meet new audiences where they are? So the new theater is a theater devoted to the development of new work, creating a more diverse canon of plays and musicals from the new voices of the American theater so that the next generation of theater makers and audiences are experiencing a canon that better reflects the entirety of the American experience. And it's a new theater company that will foster, promote, and support innovative techniques, both on the stage and beyond. Wow. Very ambitious and exciting. You talk about developing shows. And as you know, from from the work you've done in the past, it takes months to years to develop a new show. Are you planning to announce a season anytime soon? Or is this just a project that's going to be a laboratory to develop these shows? And a year from now or two years from now, one show will come up and it won't be an actual season traditional theater type theater. Jerry, to be honest, if we are talking about changing the way we work. We're talking about disrupting the status quo. If we are not leaning into all of the existing models, 
that have caused so much of the, the difficulty and challenges for the industry to represent everyone who would like to participate in the ecosystem. I'm not sure the new theater will ever announce a season. Uh-huh. Say, right. Especially of the new works, because if we are devoting ourselves to walking that long and hard road alongside a playwright, it's difficult to anticipate exactly when that is going to mature sure. and be ready for premiere production. So we will be announcing very soon a series of readings um, that we are going to present at four different venues throughout our community that will represent the voices and the um, excellence and the style and substance of the kinds of playwrights that the new theater will be championing. So very soon we'll let Richmond audiences know where they can get a first taste of the style and substance of the new theater and the playwrights we'll be working with in the future. And from that later uh, in the first part of 22, we will announce the new works that we are going to incubate. And then soon after that, we will let our community know about a premiere production that will happen in the fall of 22 and then a follow-up production that will happen in the spring of 23. So we are, we are marching this out very incrementally and very thoughtfully and with great intention towards playing our part in a more inclusive American theater and thinking about how we reimagine the way we do the work. And there's more. They had so much interesting to say, it was hard to cut it down to 10 minutes. So we broke it into two parts. That means we'll be back with Nathaniel Shaw and Vida Williams the co-artistic directors of The New Theater, on the next Curtain Call. And we're going to get serious, talking about challenges and money. I'm Jerry Williamson-Zifter. For extended podcasts and complete reviews, visit the Richmond Theater Critics Circle website at artsies.org.